All right. So, hello, everybody. This is Dean DeCosta. Greg Hawks is here. This is our Dueling Sourcing Podcast number two. In the first one, we talked about doctors, lawyers, and dean chiefs, actually doctors and nurses and stuff. Today, we're going to talk about job developers, something near and dear to all of our hearts, given the fact that everybody needs job developers. So, there are some really cool places to search for job developers. I'm not going to go into the LinkedIn's and all that, because that's, anybody can do that. I'm going to go into the more interesting things. Greg's going to go into more interesting things. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is the Federal Elections Commission. That's one of my favorites, actually. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting because you can search by the company they work for, a title, and you'll get back this big list of people who gave money to an election. But what's interesting about it is you get their name, you get their title, you get their company, and for those of us that know anything about sourcing, that's all you need to find out contact information and stuff. And in some cases, you might even get back. So for me, um, this is one of the cooler sites because nobody goes there. And what's interesting is, I know you're thinking, how does that help me find a job developer? Unless they have the word job in their title. There are companies that you know are Java companies. Amazon, they're Java. Most of the developers are Java people. So if they're a developer working at Amazon, the odds are extremely good they are a Java company. And you can download the list. I created a scraper data miner to download it. There are other scrapers that can download that list. And once you get it downloaded, there are a plethora of tools that you can upload it to to find contact information. As an example, JobTech, ZapInfo, SeekGap, IRTool, just to name a few. There's a there's actually a tool that I use for cross-referencing US Phonebook. It actually does a pretty good job. A friend of mine, uh, Mike, Mike Roman, used it on me and he was able to find my personal email or my personal email and my personal phone number the one that I don't have listed in a couple seconds so I mean that's that's an example too well 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 it, you can't just say you've got the site you guys tell us what the site is what it's is US it? phone book if you look up ah, US phone book yes I actually have that and I do use it yeah that's one of my favorite ones because it's oh, really it, oh well it's a great one why wouldn't you I mean, Lord, I mean, it's had, it, when I did it on myself, uh, I think I did it about a week ago because I was kind of curious about something because I had never done it on myself. It found my cell number, which is unlisted, by the way. It found my work home number, which is listed. And then it found my homework number, which is not listed. And then it had my wife's cell number, which is not listed. Exactly. And That's like, where it gets scary. Yeah. This? yeah, it had it had my whole family on there. And I'm like, man, this thing is, it, it raised my eyebrow a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a it's a really cool tool, and it's interesting enough. It's actually part of many OSINT um, collections out there, open source intelligence. It's actually one of the top ones listed. If you go on the uh, IntelliTech, the IntelliTech Meets OSINT site, under that, the U.S. thing is listed there, and it's like I think, for, even though they normally do it in alphabetical order, this one's first. Yeah, and uh, so it's cool. And the, the FEC, I mean, I use that quite a bit, especially in the U.S. and paired with some of the tools that you mentioned, JobJet and, and U.S. Oh, Home. yeah. Um, I mean, you can you can research and find information on people. Um, you know, and, and in, in addition to that, I mean, there's there's places you can go. You don't have to dig very far to find emails anymore. I mean, you can go to like GitHub and just sign into GitHub and pull an email most of the time because people that are, are searching or want to be found they're going to have some of their contact information i mean i've been getting uh, hitting github a lot i'm looking for more javascript right now but i mean you can look in any repository you can look at for for java developers specifically to the language that they're using um pull a whole list of people look them up uh, a lot of them have personal websites on uh, github as well so yep. and 
and honestly, to, to spin off of that, I mean, I've been diving into forums a lot too. So places um, like like Discord, I wrote an article not too long about Discord. It, 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 <laughs> Discord is a, a gaming community, but there's thousands and thousands of users. Yep. And you know, you post the right area, you post in the right place, you follow the bylaws of the forum, whatnot. You can get a lot of responses that way. And that's where people live. That's what I always talk about is, where do you find people? You find them where, where their works are, where, uh, where they live, where they communicate, where they ask questions. And that's a prime example of that. So now, now, you know, another thing that I did, and I just did this recently, there used to be a tool, a Chrome extension, actually, that would allow you to do a search and you'd get the Bing results and the Google results side by side. It went away. And I hated it because it was always interesting, not because I cared about the Google results so much, I cared about the Bing results because they were never the same. There was such a difference. But I found a site, Bing versus Google, and I actually did it uh, last week. I was doing Java, I did resume Java developer, and I did it the URL thing, and I was amazed at the difference in the two sites. And what's interesting is I did the search just in Google and the regular Google, and it matched the Google results. But the Bing results, totally different. And when I went through the Google results, the whole entire first page of Bing results, so there was about 25 on the page, I could not find them in the Google results anywhere. So it was bringing me people that I could not find in Google. And I know for a fact that about 8% of Google's don't search in Bing anymore. And I'll be honest, I wouldn't search in Bing straight up, but the fact that I can do it and, and go side by side with Google so I can look at them and see them and compare them. And what's best is if you use it in Chrome, all the extensions and all the other toys that can help you work. And oh, so, yeah. Yeah, so here's something funny. If you do it, same thing, resume Java developer, and then you put in file type PDF, you're going to get PDFs on both sides, and they're not going to be the same, but you can still use a tool like multi-file download and download both sides all at once. So it is so cool, but it's really interesting to see the differences between the two search engines. And you can even take it a, a step further. I mean, you can you, you can search in DuckDuckGo, you can search in Yahoo. They all have different mm -hmm. results. They all have different variations. And even if you were to search something like LinkedIn in, in Google versus LinkedIn in Bing, you see that it can pull different information. Oh, interestingly enough, I did that. And I was really amazed at, and I did a, such a specific search. There was only, when I went into LinkedIn and did it, there were 10 people. Yeah. When I did it in Google, I saw eight. So that means exactly. two I could see. But when I did it, when I did it in Bing, I saw nine. But the interesting part is the two I didn't see in Google were there. <laughs> so it's like between the two, I got them all. And doing it side by side made it simple to realize, oh wow, wait a minute here, this, you know, and it's really, really cool. Um, so that's a really great, great thing to do to help find some extra people. And you got to try different things. You got to try different variations. I mean, you know, uh, I was I I was going through some of the different sites, and I wasn't really finding what I was looking for. So, you know, I would just I just started looking through for resumes through uh, I think my string was our resume or CV or Vitae or Vital uh, as as in like curriculum Vital. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I can't say the damn thing, but you know, um, but. Uh, but I, I was able to find engineers that just had the resume out there just by using a simple string. Um, and they were they actually really good. Now, of course, I was looking in Dublin, which is a different world. Uh, sometimes the tools don't work as well based on DGPR type regulations and things like that. So you have to get kind of creative with that aspect. Oh, yeah. And that's one of the reasons I've been diving into forums because, man, you know, it's, it, sometimes it's hard to find exactly what you're looking for. Uh, if you don't have a, a list of repositories to go through, so uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to build that up right now. 
but I mean, it's, it's the same deal. Um, yeah, that's a cool place there. Speaking of forums, as most of you may or may not be aware of, um, uh, Apache has this Apache.org, and it's interesting in there, it has a bunch of different languages and technology, and it, all you gotta really do is put the technology in front of it, so like Hadoop.Apache.org. But if you do java.apache.org, you're gonna get to a place where it's a whole bunch of Java development stuff being talked about. And if you go into a conversation and you go down and you're gonna see stuff, the emails are hidden, but you go to the bottom of it and there's a place to see raw communication and you push that, it opens it up and guess what you get? All the emails. I looked it up just yesterday uh, trying to help somebody and got this big long, there was like 50 people communicating back and forth about specifically the type of job stuff that they were gonna work on. And we did it this way, and we ended up getting emails for all 50 people. And and there and it was interesting is we didn't cross reference them to see how many were on LinkedIn. Only half were on LinkedIn. So that means we got 25 people that aren't on LinkedIn. Now, of course, they were on Facebook, but that's at this point irrelevant. But that's a really cool thing, and that's nothing more than a community of people talking about Java or Hadoop or whatever Apache flat oriented type of technology. And Dean, like honestly, I've been using a lot of meetups too. Meetup groups, especially oh, I love when, meetup. when you're going across when you're going across the pond, looking in in Dublin, the UK, and some other places. Which I, you know, I, I haven't done anything like that until I, I got this job. So this it was kind of a new world for me, and I had to go outside of my my normal my normal uh, my normal go tos. So, but meetup meetup is is really interesting because you can find meetups for just about anything, especially in technology. It's yep. huge. And I was able to pull a meetup not not too uh, a couple days ago, and I was surprised to find that one of the 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 requirements to one of the questions that I asked was their email. So I was able to pull like seventy focused developers into technologies that I was looking for, and I right. had all their emails. I had seventy emails in the group, and I didn't have to dig for them at all. And so that was really surprising. See, you you got lucky. Not all, most meetup groups, you won't get that all that information. But absolutely, still, uh, you could still search them because I'm going to tell you, I do a lot of this with meetup. Um, and one of the things I've learned is one, if there's a picture, you can search by the picture. Now Google's changed it a little bit. They're going to say. They're gonna have the picture and they might say old man or something next to it, especially if it's my picture. But if you get rid of the old man, you say the name of the group and the location, usually it, Google will find you information to where you can find that person. The other thing to do is keep track of the information that does provide you. It'll always provide you usually a first name, usually the name of the group they're in, usually their location. Sometimes there's an area where it gives you other things they're interested in or other groups they're part of. If you take all that information and, and do a nice search in Google or Bing, you'd be surprised the added information you do. But here's something even more interesting. ZapInfo works on Meetup. And ZapInfo has the capability to go out and cross-reference some of these people for you without having to have all the information. So yeah, that's I mean, another interesting. I honestly, I didn't have to dig far because the group that group in particular had first name, last name, they had email. Mm -hmm. um, there's some groups that, yeah, that you have some limitation on information, but yeah. this is what the, you're right. Use the information that that's provided. I mean, if it's a unique first name and the last initial, you could probably find more information on them. So, yep. The know. other thing to remember is if they're, if they're on a meetup group, they, pro they may have a Facebook group that's the same or a LinkedIn group the same. And if they have either, you go to those and you can use a tool called Dig and Dig, and you don't even have to be a member of the groups. Dig will get you the list of everybody in the group along with their URLs. And once you got that, you got everything you need to find everything. So there's a lot you can do with Meetup. Meetup is something I've been looking at a lot more lately than I did in the past because of the amount of work involved. But now that 
more meetup groups are giving you the information you need, like emails, and there are tools out there that can help automate some of this. I've started doing more with it. In fact, I was just on Social List, which is a great tool, and doing using their meetup agent. And it was interesting how all the groups, no, I found groups that gave me some of the information I wanted, like you did, but there's some groups that only gave me minimum, but there always seemed to be enough information where I could find 90% of people fairly quickly. Yeah, um, which, speaking of which, for those of you that don't know, Social List is a, a, a tool that can help you find people, and they've recently added a contact finding capability as well, which I tested today, and it's accurate about, it's able to find information on people about 60 to 75% of the time, which is really pretty good. Does that go over overseas too? Do you know if it works on a global level? I, interest, interesting you say that. I tested it on somebody that was in England and it got me an email. Well, okay, so there, I can tell you just from seeing some of some of the things in the demos and the webinars that their their data pool is is immaculate. It's it's one of the best I've seen. So uh, and they can get you a lot of information with that. I, I was impressed because it found my remember those two numbers I told you that were not listed. It found yeah. them. It yeah. found email address, and I'm like, "Wow, that that email is only on one place on the internet anywhere." And I didn't, and that I put it out there like five years ago, and it still found it. I'm like, "What the heck? I don't even need my Excite email anymore, but I yeah. still have it." Yeah, and, well, old tricks work, right? I mean, so. I'm not kidding. But uh, I mean, and, and that's the other thing is, you know, when when I when I started recruiting overseas, I was like. Where do I go? What 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 places do I go? And I, I would still come back to the things that I used to use, like Stack Overflow, like like AngelList. I've had some success with Stack Overflow and AngelList in the past. Yep. Yep. I was able to find three candidates that were not in the pipeline today on Stack Overflow just by doing a simple search within the 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 the, the, the site itself. So it just you, you've got to use those different resources. I mean, there's there's a lot of Chrome extensions out there. You and I yeah. use a lot of Chrome extensions all the time. Yep. Um, but sometimes it's, you have to go back to basics and just tell tell a search engine what you're looking for. And that's in, in the end. And I think they said it on the first Incredibles movie. So if you don't know, the Incredibles is a cartoon superhero family. They said there's no school like the old school. And in the end, that's the truth. Because even all these Chrome extensions and all these sites and everything, you still got to use Boolean or Semantic to do it. So you're still using old school stuff. You're just using it in a newer way, but it's still old school. And in the end, old school will never go away. Back before there was LinkedIn, before there was heck, back before there was um, the internet was still up and coming, people still recruited. And yep. they recruited using the, the the tactics that you and I use on a regular basis. Um, I'm looking at a site right here, Lead411, which is a phenomenal site. And it can handle the US, Canada, anywhere in the world. And it allows you to search based on people or company, titles, industries, SIC codes, any, I mean, everything. And it'll give you emails. You can tell it you don't want people on LinkedIn. It'll give you phone numbers, cell phones, everything. Um, and it, it's amazing, but you still have to know semantic, which as we all know is really an offshoot of Boolean. It's basically Boolean without the operators, it's all semantic is. And um, you still gotta use it to get the job done. Yeah. And it is so cool. And you, by the way, you can find Buku job developers on, on this site. Uh, I've done it. Um, incredible, uh, incredible. Uh, and I'm still working with them trying to figure out where they're getting all this stuff from. Cause some of it is kind of amazing. And they have a Chrome plugin, by the way. Um, so it's 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 quite mind-boggling what you can do out there if you just um, look. Um, and there are tools and sites and things. 
um, that are amazing. I mean, something I started, I remember back in the day, remember news groups and user groups and stuff like yeah. that back yeah. way back in the day? They still exist now, but people don't seem to realize it. And you can go into those sites and find people. I just went into uh, a, a user group. It was the Java user group, and it was on the old style technology. I forget what it was called back in the day. Um, but I just went in there and got into a conversation, well, following a conversation, and I started playing around. I'm like, no, I got their name, full name, and where they're located. What would happen if I did a little cross referencing? And I cross referenced, and sure enough, started finding emails, phone numbers, everything on everybody yeah, I mean, in there. Those those forums still, I mean, they still work. And there's there's yep. this, this, the even if it's, I mean, you're talking, mean, I'm talking like listservs. I'm talking like yep. like the fec.gov. Let's bring it back to fec.gov. How long has that site been around? And how long have we ta been talking about it as researchers and as as sources? It's been it's been years. I think the first article published on it was back in 2001. Um, and you know, there's been several, especially nowadays. Uh, about how to search it, how to use it, how to utilize it. So I'm really glad to see that type of stuff being used because, yeah, we can use that the the older resources that that may have been forgotten about, but we can scrape it. We can pull it into our CRM, and we can we can you know really plug through the the list uh, in a much more strategic and e effective way. So no, I, mean, I I agree. Another thing I've been looking at lately, or I have been for about a month. And I've talked about it is the paste sites, you know, the sites that where people copy and paste stuff in and they save it there and leave it. You'd be surprised how much is there that people don't even realize. I did a search on the Hadoop, on not Hadoop, on the Apache.org, and I put Apache.org, and then I did Java, and then I put in Gmail because I want Gmail. I got a list of a bunch of people who attended some webinar or something that was done by a, the Apache thing, and it had their emails. Now it had their name in the email, so it didn't help me a whole lot. There was like a hundred of them, but I used the Pitbull extension and all I had to do is go to the email, push a button, Pitbull opened up and gave me everything about them. That's crazy. So yeah. out of the hundred, 50 of them were in the US. So I grabbed those 50 and sent them to my friend because I was telling them about, but it's amazing. And IntelliTechniques, the OSIN site by Michael Brazel, Basil, actually has a custom search engine built to search 57 page sites. And so you can just go there and put it in, but it's amazing. I actually found one that had a list of people that attended an old virtual webinar. You were on it, I was on it, a whole bunch of people were on it. And I'm like, well, if you need a recruiter or a source of it, you just got a list of 50 of them with emails and their names and it's like, yeah. it's wild. Back, well, back when they had the, the community as public information, you could just go in there and scrape the whole the whole list of people. So I, that was pretty easy to do. But mm -hmm. um, but Dean, it looks like we're, we're out of time today. So um, let's close it off with that. And if you guys, it, if you share and uh, share and, and spread the word, let's keep sourcing open source. Um, and and we'll be talking, what are we gonna be talking about the next one, uh, I think we decided to go with systems engineers and uh, mechanical engineers, that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, the, the EEs and the ME is my favorite. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll talk about that next time. But yeah, you guys share and, and, and spread the word and, and let's keep helping everybody out in the source community. Yep, that's what it's all about, helping each other out, passing it on down.